Dog and D.I. Guess who's back? Steve. Still doing this. Andre. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Check me out. It's still Dre Day. A.K. Though I've grown a lot. Can't keep it home a lot. Cause when I frequent the spots that I'm known to rock. You hear the bass from the truck when I'm on the block. Ladies, they pay homage. But haters say Dre fell off. How? And thank our sponsors, our lunch sponsor, Jersey Mike's, Josh and the gang over there in Colleyville. Uh, thank you so much for providing lunch. If you're in the Colleyville area and you go to their shop, mention the Father Son and Title Show, you get a couple dollars off your meal. Say hi to Ambi and uh, Andrea over there who made the sandwiches today. So, Josh, thanks so much. Jersey Mike's, thank you. All right. Let's get in. Great guest. Today we have with us, I've got uh, a notes here, so let me let me get to my notes really quick. We have Daniela Fernandez and Todd Bingham. Yes, sir. Of Willow Real Estate. So thank you, guys. Yes, there we go. Can we give them a big hand? All right. Our actual live audience didn't clap. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the audience gets out of control, man. We just, but you know, for sure, start heckling. <laughs> it looked like you had a few people that knew you guys in that in that hand clap there. So. <laughs> uh, we thank you guys for coming on the show. Our show was created to highlight the personalities of agents and brokers and lenders, anybody in the real estate industry, to come on and just have some fun. You know, a lot of times with social media, especially, we get the pictures, but we don't get the personality. And the pictures look good. Everyone looks good, you know. And we got all the filters on. We got the suits and the cars and the and the big mansions behind us. And all, it's all good. But I don't really get to know who you are. It doesn't tell me the full story. That's why we created the show, Kristen and I, was to highlight and just put you on and then promote, you know, what everyone's doing in local DFW area. So we're excited to hear your story. So let's jump right in. All right, so Daniela, we'll start. Todd, you're the broker. She prefaced you. She said, "Start with Todd." That's yeah. why she brought him. Todd. <laughs> Todd, tell us a little bit about you, man. Just introduce yourself to us. All right, so my name is Todd Bingham. I am the broker and owner of Willow Real Estate. We're based in Grapevine. We've got offices in Houston, Austin, and of course here. Oh, nice. Um, and uh, I've been doing real estate now for this is my 18th year to be in the industry. And I've been a broker for about, I think we're at six years right now. So Willow Real Estate's been around for that long. Nice, nice. And um, really love it, really enjoy the industry. In my personal life, I do, I've got uh, two children, one 10 and one 12. Or no, 13. He just turned turned 13. You got to get that one right, man. Yeah. 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 He's officially a teenager. Yeah. Uh, he just, started, just dropped him off for his first football practice in middle school yesterday morning at 6.30 a.m., uh, oh, which is early. That's early for a realtor especially. <laughs> I, outside of kids, there is, like, no reason to be up that early, I think. But anyhow. Uh, Very true. I agree with you. Uh, and my daughter is finishing her last year of elementary school this year. We're both in uh, – or we're all in Grapevine, Colleyville. And I'm married to um, – Beautiful uh, Nancy Bingham is her name, and she we've been uh, together for I don't know we're at seventeen years, so right around the time I started real estate, you know. So, wow. anyways, um, and she's a she's a teacher in HEB, or she's in she's in higher up. She's like in technology in HEB, um, ISD, not the grocery store. The, the <laughs> store. <laughs> I was say, there's one coming coming to the <laughs> right, I'm excited about that. yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Awesome, awesome, man. Seventeen years, you said? Um, yeah, I'm like seventeen, eighteen, somewhere okay. in the middle. I haven't looked. It's 
Uh, I think it started in, in February. So I guess it would probably be, yeah, I guess 18. I'm right at 18. So. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome, man. So the football. Uh, I remember putting my youngest. Christian is my oldest, okay. and then I have four girls, and then I have my youngest son who's 18 now. Oh, wow. But I remember putting him in uh, in school, um, middle school football, and man, that was the thing. He was so excited, you know, when yeah. got his uniform. When he finally got <laughs> his actual uniform and put it on, we have some pictures of him at home. He was just so pumped up. Oh, yeah. Good times. That's really fun. That's really fun. Yeah. Well, I think my kid's excited about it. He's a basketball guy through and through, and so football is a little bit, you know, a little. A little bit too much contact, but the options were uh, cross country or football. And he finally leveled with me literally yesterday morning on the way there. I was like, "So why did you? Why are you cool at football?" And he was like, "I just don't want to run. I don't want to run yeah. cross country." <laughs> and I can identify with that completely. So, yeah. but I'm excited. Agreed, yeah. He's going to do good. Uh, do good. He'll do some running. That's for sure. I know. Yeah. I like cross country though. Cross country is like, yeah, hey, go, no. go run ten miles as your warm up. Yeah, exactly. And then we'll run some more. That sounds awful. Yeah. So terrible. you said today you just dropped him off? No, it was yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday uh, how did that go for him? Uh, it went well. It yeah. went well, they're not hitting each other yet, you know. So it's all it's just a uh, helmet and shoulder pads right now. But <laughs> there you uh, go. we'll see. I'll see how he feels after his first hit. You know, that's got to get the first one out of the way. Yeah, I agree. Right? Is yeah, what I hear. Sure. I never played football, <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. My advice, I, I told him I was like, hey, I think it's better if you're the hammer instead of the nail. You know, and every single. Anyways, it, and yep. all of the same. So I was like, be the person initiating the contact and not the person that's getting hit. Yep. You should be, yeah, yes. you should be fine. So we'll see if he takes that. I don't know. There you go. Is he a big kid? Or is, you know, uh, no, I mean, he's just tall and skinny. You know? Oh, okay. So, yeah. right. we'll, we'll see, see where they put him in. He has, he's got, like I'd say, receiver body. You know, I used to coach, I coached football for a while um, before real estate. and well. yeah, I'd put him there. But he really wants to be O-line, which cracks me up. But oh. anyways, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> put, put on a few more pounds. I know. You know? Yeah. 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 There you go, man. Yeah, I know. Send it all home with him. He, yeah, he loves her. We actually go to this Jersey Mike's almost every Sunday. So. Do you really? Yeah, we really do. Hey, mention hey, us. Now, now you get a discount, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you on it, all right. You'd probably be the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but it'll, it'll happen after you go. Let me know when you go, and okay. then we'll call him. Oh, yeah, has right. anybody come in and mention the show? You know? See if oh, it's working. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll let you know. We'll manipulate I'll the system. Go. All right, cool. That's a good plan. Yeah. All right, man, that's awesome. <laughs> what else you got going on in your life? Uh, so I try to do some uh, servant leadership kind of stuff, and, uh, you know, I've, I've work with a bunch of really great organizations here locally. My favorite one being, or one of my favorites, I should say, is uh, Tarrant County Meals on Wheels. We, I do a ton of that. I've, I, I deliver for them almost every Tuesday. Um, and I, I try to be an advocate for this company, uh, or this, it's not really a company, but anyways, it's, you know, an amazing, um, amazing organization that I think is such a great thing to connect other realtors with primarily. And so I try to push this even within our local association um, because what a cool thing. You get to give back, literally give back to your community yeah. if you deliver for them. It takes maybe an hour you know, per session, at least from me. Secondly, you're driving the streets and which hopefully you're selling homes in. And so what a cool way to help and also learn more about your community as you kind of drive around. Uh, Willow Real Estate has also partnered with, there's a, another chapter for Meals on Wheels. They're kind of separated into geographical area and it's called Metroport Meals on Wheels, and they're in Roanoke, and it's another just really well-run organization. Um, I can't say enough about those two two groups. It's it's a lot of they do just so much good work. Where you know these people that are qualifying for uh, receiving um, these meals, it, it has really little to do with income level. It has a lot to do with um, if they have no one else to bring them food. 
And, you know, this includes family members or anyone. And so many times whenever I go out and deliver food to these people, I'm the only person kind of like checking on their their welfare that day. Wow. And um, that's really sad and cool, but it's also what a great way to kind of get out there and, you know, get to know people and, like I said, help out your own community. Sure. Man, it's fantastic. So that's, that's, awesome. that's a lot of – takes up a lot of my time there, my free time. But yeah. No, that's, that's nice. That's nice. That's – I mean, we – that's the only way, honestly, that you're going to really get that – result from your life no matter how good you are in real estate or sales or anything else that you do that giving back is the piece that really makes a difference right oh, yeah. of, of giving back and doing something like that so we're all for that i used, i've heard about it a lot but i've never actually been part of that so yeah that would be something to to look into so after the show give us some information some, all right, cool. some, some info on that yeah that, that could be, be a cool mobile podcast too if you go with another person you have the mic between you there you go i like that yeah 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 we've been talking about a lot of different things about trying to do some live type of shows or podcasts mobile things to, yeah mobile we're trying to figure that out yeah. on how to do it and, and make it work so yeah that, that would be we would just need to take Gabe with us yeah I know right like, yeah, gotta, gotta, yeah come with us man because <laughs> if you gave us if you gave us just a mic and a camera to go do it we'd come back with nothing filmed we we think that we filmed it all day long and we'd come back and be like oh we, we didn't hit the button we forgot to hit that button right yes. there that would be me that would definitely be me yes <laughs> Uh, any any other any hobbies or anything that you're into? Uh, yeah, so I went to uh, initially. I graduated high school and thought I was going to try to become a musician, and uh, didn't really work out that well. I I went to uh, Texas Tech on a full ride for vocal performance and thought this is it. I'm going to wow. sing somewhere and do something. And then uh, I went from being one of the better singers in this area to then you're just surrounded by these amazing <laughs> other people that are also there on scholarship, and uh, it was just a rude awakening. Um, <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So that's I still I. You know, that's still in my life. I, I play guitar every day, sing some junk every day, write some music and stuff like that. Really? But, uh, yeah. It's, oh, man. Kind of Don't oh, put them right, on yeah. the spot. No, no, Don't no. Don't put them on the spot. I got a guitar right back here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you sing for us, please? An original. What's your flavor of music? What's the preference? Uh, so, look. If you're learning how to play guitar, which, I mean, now I've been playing for 20 years or something, but um, Texas Country is super easy to pick up. You know, it's like okay. the same three chords with different variations. <laughs> I guess most of all, almost all A music lot of music, actually, yeah. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, man, and so I kind of leaned toward that. I, I worked at Billy Bob's during college. I did sound for them. Uh, wow. Just because I had... Um, so much, you know, by the way, this is after I realized that I didn't belong at Texas Tech and I kind of <laughs> hated Lubbock. Also, uh, this may be too much information, but I'd never tried beer until I got to Texas Tech. And... Um, I did that, and it sort of that has something to do with some of my issues with that. Anyways, did you find yeah. out that you liked beer? I did. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I kind of like, I kind of like this. And uh, anyways, yeah. But that, I mean, that was. Uh, you found the biggest bar you could work at. Where can I have free beer at? I know. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, right. So I came back home, and I, I finished school at UTA, but uh, I did a business degree. But um, anyways, while I was doing that, I worked at Billy Bob's, and um, uh, yeah. So. I forgot where I was going with this, but uh, <laughs> what kind of music? Oh yeah, yeah. So the, the country thing—I had never really listened, listened to country before Billy Bob's. I mean, I grew up in Bedford, Texas, just right here, but uh, I'd never really listened to, to country that much until Billy Bob's, and I was like, yeah, I kind of like it. I get it, you know. I think, and so that's what—that's kind of what I started playing, and um, it's also the easiest to play, so I kind of stuck with that. That's—that's that's nice. what I do. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, that is. And you got some original stuff you—you've written. I do, yeah. Pretty good. You're still chasing the dream, or you, nope. you know, no, it's not something you're going to end with. No, I'm chasing the dream, but now it's just shifted to real estate. And stuff like that. <laughs> Different dream. There yeah. you go. So, man. No, I just do. It's totally for fun now. That's know? awesome. Yeah. No, that is cool, man. Yeah, that's. Uh, we had um, a friend of mine, uh, Mike Purdue, 
uh, on he's a, 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 a well, he runs a, a lending company in in Burleson. Okay. But um, he just, I guess he like that. He used to play a little when he was a kid. His dad kind of forced him into playing the drums, and he picked up a guitar. And they have a band now that they actually do some local stuff. Oh, they, cool. And he's kind of just taking off. <laughs> and I mean, he's probably my age, his late forties or so, like me. And and I, what's the Seven Six Band is the name of his band. Okay. But they just do Seven uh, Six. Uh, yeah, Seven like a certain zip code. It's all he plays it. Oh, got it. You okay. know, so like yeah. some Burleson kind of area and stuff. But he's actually pretty good. We heard him. We heard him at, at, at the show. Yeah, so not too bad. So you never know, man. Yeah, you know, right. This real estate, if this doesn't work out, you know, <laughs> yeah, we, music to fall back. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> Makes no sense. But. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's good. Interesting. Interesting. You know, see, we wouldn't have known this right. by your pictures on social media. You know, now we know. Sure, yeah. yeah, you know, we know you're into music. We know you like beer. <laughs> and um, you know, hopefully, yeah. you know, it's not just not overloaded. It's okay, you know. Yeah, just occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Anything else? Anything else we need a must know um, about you, Todd? Oh yeah, this is maybe again too much information, but <laughs> I'm highly into um, like Bigfoot. I don't know that I necessarily believe Uh-oh. in Bigfoot, but oh, uh, this is uh, look. I, lo- I, just, I love discussing it so much. That I, I want to talk it up so much about it. Yeah. yeah. But no, I'm, uh, not just Bigfoot, but like that whole crypto world or whatever. You know, crypt- not cryptocurrency, but crypto animals or whatever. Um, you know, this is this is my thing. We, my kids and I talk about it. My wife and I. My wife is totally. Um, she hates it. She doesn't want to discuss it. But she just for I just had a birthday recently, and um, they bought me this awesome Hawaiian shirt that has Bigfoot like carrying some beers. So this is like a tie-in to all this stuff. Um, I don't know Story that I actually of your really, life. Yeah, tied into your shirt. There's so many. There's so many. Um, you know, eyewitness sightings that I think all of them can't be false, right? I mean, even if one is true, that's that, that's cool to me. Are I'm you ever going to go try and find them, like yourself? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I've heard so many scary ones that I don't know that I want to do that. I but, think, uh, maybe well, maybe you write a song about him. Oh, yeah. And then you'll lure him out of the woods. <laughs> I like this. Serenade <laughs> him. All right. And then perfect. have a beer ready for him when he shows up. Yeah. This and is then, genius. Yeah. Okay. And then you become famous. You'll be the singer that lured out Bigfoot. Right. Yeah, exactly. And then I can sort of promote real estate like at the bottom of that. Well, you can, you can sell them a house. Oh you don't have to live yes. in the woods anymore. You just come live in the house. Yeah. I'm in. We got wow. you. All right. See, I told you to be careful. Yeah. Remember where it started? Right here. Right. FFC podcast. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. you know what? That's credit. Sure. Thank you. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. You know, Bigfoot, you know, I, I like a good. Oh, I believe in him. Yeah, conspiracy. I don't know. I would watch a show if there's a show about him. I would yeah. watch it. Yeah, I'm definitely. Intrigued. There's that one kind of famous picture, right? That he's kind of like walking, oh, yeah. and that's you the know, Patterson Gimlin video. Like I'm, I'm telling you, I'm into it. That's the name of that video. Those are the two men that shot it. There's a lot of awesome proof in there. It, people write it off too quick, and you look at the real stuff behind it, and it's kind of insane. Okay, so let me ask you this: your, your thought on Bigfoot? We're going to change the podcast today. Daniel, you can come back next week. We're just going to talk about Bigfoot the rest of the time. You see a man? (laughs) A man is an animal. What would you say? That's a can of worms to answer that. Um, Yeah, no, I would say it's for sure sure more animal than... than More animal than, like, you don't believe it's half man or some... No, but you know, that whole Bigfoot thing, maybe I'm putting too much into this, but... uh, You're not. There's, you know, there's tons of cultures before us that definitely believe in something and i think a real common one is um on the on certain native american tribes believed it was like a, it, it was a man at some time and then it shifted you know kind of like a shapeshifter or whatever something you know mm-hmm. there's other terms for it but uh 
Yeah, I don't know. There's, uh, you know, what do I know? I don't know. I'm just, I'm curious, and I love hearing the story. Well, it sounds like you know a lot. Well, I'm into it. But, yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to have to go to lunch and have this <laughs> yeah, discussion. Right. Yeah, no, hey, yes. paranormal podcasts are a big deal right now. You know <laughs> what I mean? So there you go. Going to make a crypto animal there. podcast. Well, that, yeah. There you go. yeah. Now, there is another reason why we started the podcast was to simply say, whatever we're doing, we're not, we're, can I use, can I use your line? That we're not the experts? I'm going to guess. Yeah. <laughs> Just, you owe me 20 bucks? <laughs> yeah. We were having this private discussion earlier before you came. But, you know, we're not the experts on it, but doing a podcast is, you know what, hey, if we can do it, anybody can do it, and we're encouraging, you know, realtors, lenders to get in and jump in on the social media side. So, cool. maybe your podcast with Bigfoot, oh, you know? Yeah. And I'll be your co-host. That's all, all right, we, hey, that's all we I'm discuss. In. Got it. All right, cool. Yep. Yes. So if you do start that, I'd definitely like to come on no. and all right, cool. discuss it with you. As his co-host, no. Yeah, no, not no, 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 no. I'm his co-host. I'm telling yeah, you, yeah, no. Oh, you're not allowed. Yeah. You're not allowed okay. on our podcast. All right, yeah. All right, let's, let's, we're going to have to stop. we got to give Danielle some time. How do I follow up after that? Yeah. What do you believe in? Alien. All right. Let's go. Now that Let's one, go. I'm definitely more into okay. the aliens. Yeah. Cool. All right, Daniela, tell us about yourself. Um, well, I'm not originally from Texas. I'm a Jersey transplant here. Jersey? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jersey. wow. Okay. All and right. no, I don't talk like the Jersey Shore people. So okay. They're not really okay. from there. So. It's all fake. It's Whoa. all fake. No, Hot take right there. Hot more take. conspiracy. There you go. I love, um, I'm loving this show. So I've been here six going on seven years. And shortly after I got into real estate, I was previously in healthcare for like 22 years. And um, so I think for me, it was just kind of natural because it's kind of like nurturing and helping people and trying to solve problems and advocating sure. for people in different situations. So, um, but besides that, I'm, uh, I'm a mom. I have three adult children. Don't do the math. I got married very young. <laughs> so did we. <laughs> did we? <laughs> yes, yes. But things happen. Not everything worked out. But we're all here in Texas, just me and the kids. Okay. Um, and so it's been a journey. Um, I moved them in their high school years, so like their first year, they hated me. I think oh, my son yes. did not talk to me for like that first year. And my oldest, she was a senior in high school, so she was really mad at me. <laughs> um, yes. And the little one, she was uh, in middle school, so she, she kind of adapted well. But now they're all happy that, that we made that switch. Um, yeah. So, yeah. what else? <laughs> <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do in Texas? What do you like about Texas? Compared to you, that Jersey. there is no snow. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's really? the worst part. Yeah, yes, that's <laughs> the worst part. Yeah, the winters are rough there. Um, people, people are nice here. You can actually say good morning, and they no, like. No, that's I What's agree. What's good about it? Yeah. <laughs> <What's good? laughs> yeah. That's your Jersey yeah. impersonation. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you still have the. You have the accent. You can pull up the accent if, if you need to. Every now and then, yeah. like when I'm on the phone with my friends, it comes out. It's like, oh, okay, there she is. And then they'll make fun of me. They're like, oh my god, you sound Texas. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> so it's like a mixture of everything. And then, like, I'm bilingual, so then that gets thrown in the mix, and I'll say all kinds of weird things. I'll start a sentence so in English and throw some Spanish in there, and I have no idea what I say. So that's fun when talking. Did to Did you know anybody named Polly over there? And. In- <laughs> 
Everybody. Everybody. There we go. He say that again. Ethnies. What about cake boss? Did you ever? Oh yes, yes, yes. Oh, look at here. Cake boss. Oh. You ever go run into him out there on the street? No, never ran into him. Definitely visited, and so. He's in Jersey. That's where he started, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then they, I, before I left, I think they had opened another one in um, Ridgewood, which was like another little town close to me in Jersey. So, oh, okay. if I remember correctly, but it's been a while and I'm old, so if I got that wrong, <laughs> don't hold it against me. So. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, yeah. I totally relate to moving. We're originally from California, mm-hmm. and so we've been here 11 years, but when I came, he was... I graduated. Yeah. He had just graduated. Yeah. Our oldest daughter uh, was in... A senior. Well, I I had just graduated and was working at a deli, making like seven dollars an hour. Uh-huh. And he's like, "Hey, man, you don't have to because you're an adult." But we're moving to Texas in two weeks if you want to come. <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, I'm making seven dollars an hour and live with you, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and say yes." <laughs> yeah. So we had, I had six kids, mm-hmm. and so he's the oldest. And then yeah, they all came, but that was a rough. My daughter, you know, had probably mm-hmm. the roughest because she was a senior. Mm-hmm. He had just, but yeah, it was a, a transition. Okay. That's for sure. Yeah. What What made you pick Texas? Well, um, Jersey was. Just, it's just the cost of living and just the hustle and bustle. Like I used to commute from Jersey into New York to work like every day, so I was tired of that. It was like. I had to run a marathon to get to work, so forget track. I did it as an adult. (laughs) And then run back home. So it was like I was spending all my time commuting and not really being able to spend time with my family. And then when, like, things, you know, things in my personal life started to shift, it just made sense for me to, you know, make a change. And everyone goes to Florida, so I didn't want to run into all my Jersey peeps in Florida. (laughs) I wanted to start fresh, and I wanted warm climate. And so I researched a lot, and um, I had a friend in Houston, so I visited her a few times. And when I, uh, the first time I visited Houston, it was like 16 years ago, so I thought I was going there. And then when I went back in like 2016, I was like, "Whoa, all this traffic! This is like, yeah. this is like <laughs> home. I'm not going there." And I had another friend that had moved to Fort Worth, so I came here, and I loved it. Mm. I was like, "This is what I'm looking for." And so. Um, it was like a year of preparation and coming out here a few times and so I made the move just me and me and the kids wow. by ourselves without any like really friends or family here really as a sink or swim there you go so. there you go we can definitely relate to that I you know a single person my wife had uh, her uncle that mm-hmm. said like hey you can stay with me for you know a month or so get situated and he mm-hmm. lived in Keller and I'd never been to Texas didn't know anything about Texas and looked at Keller on the map, and it's like, there's only like 30,000 people in Keller. I don't know what, what are we going to do, you know, yeah. in that tiny little city? I didn't know, I didn't know it was like this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, whoops, and, um, you know, we've been pleasantly surprised. But like you, mm-hmm. you come, people say hi, they mm-hmm. greet you, good morning. I'm like, yes, sir, no, you know, yes, ma'am. I'm like, what is all yes. this? I don't understand any of this. I'm like, is this Kindness. Whole, <laughs> the whole state? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kinda. The first time I went into a Kroger and they said, did you find everything you were looking for? I was like, yes. Thank you. I was like, I was so happy. Like, the the cashier was you? Ni- Yes, it was so nice. I was like, wow. I was like, 
stood there and talked to her for like five or ten minutes, <laughs> and every and nobody yelled at me for holding up the line. I was like, I'm moving. This is, this is my place. It, it, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's uh, it's definitely it's strange that mm-hmm. you know we're we're in this same country and you move one place to the next mm-hmm. like that, and it's just so different. You know, this the Bible Belt here, mm-hmm. the mannerisms, everything mm-hmm. was just. I was weird, really hearing yeah. someone say yes, sir. When I pulled up to McDonald's or something, and it's like, this is really strange. But now, you know, yeah, that we've been here and love it. You know, my kids picked up the good habits mm-hmm. of those things, which we just yeah. didn't really have there. Yeah. It's just not. Now, if somebody is. doesn't say no, sir, or yes, sir, he gets mad. Yeah. He says, I'm sir, actually. You <laughs> call no, me I sir. <laughs> Mr. Sir. You Mr. Sir. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm a celebrity. So your kids, are your kids married? Any of them married? Oh, no, or? no, no, no. They're not there yet. Oh, They're, okay. Yeah, my All oldest right. is uh, 23. My son just okay. turned 21. And the, the baby, I call her, she's 18. So, oh, okay. Yeah, no, no marriage yet. Smart. No, They're okay. smart. All right. Well, yeah. See. Hopefully. <laughs> they need to wait. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've already got, we just had, uh, my wife and I just had number nine grandchild. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh wow. my goodness. So, yeah. So, you know, I was a grandfather at... 40 i think oh, 41 wow. something like that so yeah it has its perks its pros and cons you know on, on that stuff but yeah. <laughs> tell us the cons i don't think I, <laughs> we won't get into that <laughs> anything else that we need to know we must know what do you do for uh, hobbies or you um know? i'm big into like all types of martial arts i've been oh that's oh. right <laughs> forgot about that yes uh i guess i I started like with like you know little baby karate when I was like five or six or I don't know I must have been seven and it was because we were growing up in a tough neighborhood and my mom was tired of me and my there brother running upstairs crying because we were getting beat up by the neighborhood <laughs> kids so that's what that that started that so but thankfully like I'm thankful for that because it was just like it was something that I really loved and so being young we went to like a lot of tournaments and things like that not that i won because i think i was like more scared at that time I was too young. <laughs> but then i came back as an adult and i got back into it so then i started training um at the school um that i enrolled my kids in oh, and cool. i was sitting there watching them and i was just like oh like <laughs> moving in the chair watching them and i was like you know what i'm gonna go back so i started taking the adult classes and then um, they started offering like grappling and uh, Muay Thai when okay. like UFC started getting popular. So yeah. I started doing that, and I really loved that part of it. And I realized like, oh, I'm tiny, but I'm really like pretty good at grappling. And so that kind of like sparked my interest in jujitsu. Oh, and then wow. I went into boxing. I did Muay Thai for a few years, and so yeah. So. Are you still active in that? Are you still. Um, <laughs> I was up until recently still boxing and doing like private sessions with my coach, but with like all the things that I put on my plate lately and like my um, work schedule, I haven't been able to, but I still have like my garage set up. I have my, my heavy bag, my speed bag, um, my double end bag. So like I'm constantly in there just nice. hitting, hitting the bag and trying to at least stay active that way. Could you show us a couple of your moves on time? You <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was, that was you don't want self-defense section. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There we go. Well, nice. I saw Todd scoot over. Just a little bit. talking. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Bigfoot, where are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Save it for, for Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's cool. That is nice. We, my again, my son is my youngest son mm-hmm. is into boxing mm-hmm. for about the last 
year, year Two and a half or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple years. Yeah, so he loves that, you know. But we started at a UFC gym, mm-hmm. half boxing, half UFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now he's just in like a small little just only boxing yeah. gym. And man, they put a lot of work. Mm-hmm. A lot yeah. of work into that. Uh, yeah, he doesn't know it, but we're both probably a little afraid of, of his punch. No, I told him. <laughs> so, don't hit me. I told him when I put my gl- put gloves on. I said, all right, hit my gloves. I always wanted to know what it felt like. With, get your gloves hit. He hit my gloves, and <laughs> I hit myself. <laughs> so, all right, I'm done. That Took him good. off. I said, good fight. Yeah, no more. Yeah, no I more. If I run into trouble, I'm just going to call you. Yeah, I just yeah. still holding on to that father fear that yeah. he has a little bit of me, you know, but he's six feet tall, you know, and he's 180 pounds, and he's got a nice left hook. So I try to, you know, just stay away. Imagine. Imagine he hit you. <laughs> yeah, That'd be crazy. It would not be good. No, it wouldn't be good. It wouldn't be good. So, no, that's interesting. That's cool. That's It's awesome. Keeps you young and, and yeah. you know, active and whatnot. So anything else? Anything else before we move on to our questions that we have no, for you guys? I think that's, that's that sums good. it yeah, up. Yeah. All right, <laughs> all right. Pretty <laughs> more. No, no. Uh, okay, Christian's got a couple questions for you guys. This hour flies by; it just goes by way mm-hmm. too quick. A couple questions for you, Todd. When you get mad, go-to word, go-to phrase. Oh my gosh! Really, really mad. This is. Are we trying to keep this? No. Nope. Okay. Nope. We have. Uh, we have. You know, our producer can can edit if he needs to. You know, or. But or you can like say whatever you want. You don't worry <laughs> yeah. about that. Yeah. No. You know. Honestly. Um, I mean, I've got kids around me, and I don't want to. I don't want to be that dad. That. Anyway. So yeah. I, <laughs> I don't. Um, I try really everything I can do to not cuss. Yeah. And it, it's turned into this thing where I just try to find. You know, like stupid things to say in, in lieu of cuss words, and so. Um, now, I find myself saying holy smokes way too much, which I get made fun My kids, they, they think it's funny, you know, because it just feels like a really old thing. And uh, just stupid, stupid junk, like dag nabbit and stuff like that. You know, this is my deal. So you go back to like the 30s. I do, yeah. Yeah. Really? Uh, dag nabbit, dark kids. I really do, yeah. Some people think we're super country, but yeah, I just say, you know, whatever. I don't want to cuss in front of my kids. That's, so that's good. good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. commend you on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it would be hard to take whatever anger you had seriously if you're saying dag nap. I know. Yeah, well, it helps me, too. It kind of pulls me <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, it up. Funny, yeah. Okay. You know, right. I, I did. There was one time where, um, as a brand-new father, um, I my son was just to the age of where he could talk, so whatever that is, three, four, I don't know. All yeah. that stuff kind of yeah. runs together at this point. <laughs> but um, I had got, I just bought a brand-new car, and I was super proud of it, and I loved this vehicle, and I was pulling. He was in the back seat, and you know how it is, like, I mean, I don't know. It took me a while to get used to having a human being back behind me. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I accidentally, I was pulling out of an ATM, and I hit the um, side mirror on one of those poles or whatever. It oh, wasn't real okay. bad. I was going very slow. But I immediately cussed. I mean, it was. I said the F word, and my son was just like, his. Ve- he could barely talk. I swear, this may have been his first sentence. And it was, why you say duck I didn't know how to handle it and so I did I turned it into I was like oh I said duck I accidentally said duck okay, and, trick and him? That was it. yeah I tricked him <laughs> but he knows the story now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Good. I like that I like yes. that what about you Daniela uh, well it depends what language I'm using both of them man <laughs> well there were so like the F word used to be my my go-to. <laughs> then I used to translate it into Spanish. <laughs> so, 
but like yeah. lately because when I moved here I realized like oh wow I, I curse like a lot people like, talk a lot differently here yeah yeah, yeah it was like it was, it's like almost in every other word so I was like oh no that's not like that's not pretty <laughs> <laughs> that was a jersey yeah, or, yeah. yeah right so, okay so you know fast forward now I've been here six seven years so now like I like say wepa like so like <laughs> people say wepa like at parties like you know so like if someone cuts me off in traffic I'm like wepa <laughs> so it's just it's centering just like, yourself and it doesn't even mean anything it's not a bad word so but like there you go you know so it's it works so it's just yeah. weird it's like dag nabbit huh yeah. <laughs> yeah. holy smokes holy smokes did you see Bigfoot <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm gonna cut dag nabbit yeah. next time there you <laughs> go <laughs> It works. It's, I love him. Yeah. You're oh one of my gosh. favorite people to come on here. Yeah. It's not even close. Oh, man. We'll be using those words for sure. Yeah. But not making fun of you. Yeah, it's fine. But I don't yeah not making fun of you. Not at all. Never. We wouldn't never, ever do that. No. <laughs> all right. I've got a question for you. So, <laughs> Todd, we'll start with you. Okay. What advice would you give to somebody on what not to do in life? We, always, we have the to-dos, you know. What advice would it be? And and think of this question in the sense of like, do not fill in the blank. Do not blink. Yeah, but but as you would say, probably stuff more to like your children. You know, as they get older and say, hey, you know what? Don't do this in life because it's just not. It's just, I've done it, and it's it's not something you you're gonna win at. You know, my yeah. our example with my wife and I and to my kids, we got married real young, and my is like, don't get married real that young. You know, it's it's. It, it has its struggles to it. We've been married 30 years, so thank the Lord, you know, we're, we're still going strong. But it would be the advice, and we do give it like, that's not one you really want to do. You can wait. Don't get married uh, at 18. Yeah, don't get married at 18. You can get <laughs> married to that idea. same person. But wait till maybe you're a little older and sure. do some things and, you know, and, and get to know each other better. Stuff. So that type of yeah, advice. No, this is good. Okay, so, um, you know, I think the biggest, the biggest issue I had is um, – you know, I grew, I grew up Christian, and I, I still am, and I just kept thinking I was going to have some huge revelation as to what I was supposed to do with the rest of my life. You know, I really did, and I thought that music was it, and I went through this transition where I realized, hey, I don't, I don't think this is it, you know, and it wasn't so much of me just not, avoiding hard things. It was me just kind of not feeling like that's what I was called to be doing, or be doing, yeah. you know, I wasn't led to it, and so... Um, then I, you know, kind of bounced around and tried to figure out what it was that I felt like I was supposed to be doing. And finally, um, you know, I just found something I really liked, and that was in real estate. And it was all because of a professor at UTA that I, I happened to take. I wound up minoring in real estate there, and um, he just showed me a bunch of stuff. It was all about commercial real estate, which I didn't really love, but I loved mm -hmm. the idea of help facilitating people buying huge things, you know. And, yeah. um, of course, the money and all that kind of stuff is attractive, but just there was something so cool to me about sort of being a guide to other people. And... Um, Anyway, so here's here's my what not to do, and right. I think this is important. And um, there's a bunch of books and stuff. There's a really awesome book about about this called Just Do Something by Kevin DeYoung, and it has like a religious tie-in too. But uh, it is this is a really good book because what he talks about is a lot of people wait around, and then you re you look up and you're 50 years old, and you still don't know what you're supposed to be doing. Nothing was ever grand, you know. Not everybody can be Paul from the Bible, where <laughs> you're literally told what to do. And so um, you know that's my biggest advice: is don't just wait around. Like get going. Start 
start something. Try something. Do something. Don't wait. Yeah, just do something and try to seek mastery in whatever it is that you're doing. But also be flexible. You know, I mean, there, there's you're not like. Of course, I would love to be in the real estate industry for as long as humanly possible. Yeah. Um, but who knows what that looks like? None of us really know uh, exactly what the future holds. And so that's my big thing: is just try something, and then whatever you do, try. Um, be really good at it. So just don't wait. Don't wait around. I like that. Yeah, that's all. That's what I got. I do like it. Yeah, cool. that is real good. That is real good. Same question to you. Oh, man, I don't know if mine is going to be that wise, but <laughs> <laughs> I guess, like, what I've learned throughout life and just different places that life has brought me and different people I've encountered is, um, like, don't don't be so close-minded. Don't, don't be so certain that you're a certain way or you stand for a certain thing that you'll miss out on the opportunity to learn something from someone else right um so you know a lot of times like kids you know they're in high school they have their little groups and they don't want to associate with other little groups because they're two different groups or you know so i forgot what they call that um clicks clicks yeah Yeah, i was thinking in spanish i'm like So, yeah, so it's just, like, because along the way, you're going to run into so many people, and you're going to learn so many, like, great, valuable lessons, and there's always something to learn from someone, so don't ever, like, have the the thought that you know everything or that you can't learn something new from someone, even if you're in an industry, um, like, you've been in uh, real estate for uh, 18 years, maybe I was in healthcare for 20 years, like, I always, anytime I went somewhere new, even if they were like just training me or doing something like there's always something new to learn about how that person uh, processes or thinks about something and you can always you know it can enrich your life somehow so don't miss out on that opportunity like that. good. wait that was pretty wise i think both your answers were were pretty good yeah you know? <laughs> no that's that's very true very true <laughs> no one would have noticed but now the whole podcast knows everybody watching oh man <laughs> yes no i like i like both those answers those are good and i asked that question because i, I jokingly joke with my son and uh, my wife but i mm-hmm. but i really would like to make it happen basically kind of like what you guys are saying mm-hmm. is that um i said man i i've made so many mistakes along the way in life that i'm gonna write a book on what not to do rather than what to do but if you listen to what i'm saying what not to do it'd probably be a really good book for your life uh, and you probably take that advice you save a lot of headache you know, and, and turmoil there. So now, now, like you, I'm a believer, and, and my prayer is, is you know, God just in today create, and it and it goes along with that because again, we, you know, you you go through life, and you're like a lot of people are. What, what am I supposed to be doing? You know, or, or you don't have that satisfaction, or, or you're looking, and I'm almost fifty, and like, well, what what do you do, and what's my ministry? If you're talking, you know, in in, in spirituality and, and being a Christian, a lot of that, but. I've come to a point where I just say, you know what, God, just create an opportunity today. Create an opportunity for me today, and then I'll be available for that opportunity. So if you create it today, then I'll step into it, whatever it is. If it's helping a guy or buying lunch for somebody or helping somebody on the street or whatever it is, that's just a place I've come to in my mind. Like, okay, I'm not going to be looking for that great, like you mentioned, Paul, and it's like, this is this is what I'm doing. I, most of the time, I don't know, but I... if I've gotten to the point where I've just create the opportunity today and I'll step into that whatever it is. And you know what? It's been working. You know what? Yeah. Forgot to mention this earlier when you were talking. He sings. 
You guys should just go oh, sing together. Go. Here we That's, go. What do you mean? What do you mean? You've been worship at a church for like 10 years. Oh, well. Yeah. He has a one-hit single. Uh, what do they call that? Really? He's a one-hit wonder. One-hit okay. wonder. From yeah. when he was 25 years old. Oh, my goodness. 25 yeah. years ago. Yeah. yeah. That is a quarter-century old song. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, that song would actually do very well today. It would do, yeah, yeah. We should do that. Okay, Make that the intro it. to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, there, there you go. Well, it's a very well, you know what? interesting I wanna, song. I wanna, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have Kind of dark. Yeah, yeah, you know. But I have been looking to update it. So, you know, since you play, okay. I mean, hey, yeah. might have to tie in together right, and cool. do some work yeah. together. You so. need to. Your vocals I mean, are better now than they were 25 years ago. I don't know about ago. that. Anyways. No, they were. All right, let's move on. I've heard the song recently. They are better. Okay. We're running short on time here. And so now, here's the part of the show we want to get into. We want to promote you guys, your business, what you guys are doing. So, Todd, we'll start with you. you got about eight, seven minutes, and we'll jump okay. over Daniela. So tell us about what you're doing in real estate, your company. Plug it. Okay, cool. Here we go. So one of the things I think that's super important as you look through, say if you're a consumer and you're looking through the sea of real estate agents just in the DFW area alone, um, which I think it's around fifty-five to 60,000 realtors. Oh my okay. gosh. That's if you add up, say, the members of Metrotex, the members of all these different boards and associations. Um, as a consumer, you have choices, right? And I think whenever we have that many choices, we tend to, te- to, to treat really what we're looking at as a commodity, you know, like as if like choosing one person is about the same as choosing the other person. Sure. Why does it really matter? I'm just going to find the lowest cost option and go with that. And one of the things I can't stress enough is um, there are tons of different agents with tons of different skill levels. And so I think the number one way really to exhibit and increase your skill level as an agent is through education. And I've dedicated a huge portion of my career to dedic- uh, to uh education and if you know if you look at my name I've got all these little stupid uh, initials and stuff they all mean something but I mean I don't know many people that have as many designations and certifications that I do and the main reason why I did that was as soon as I became a broker I realized hey I don't have anyone else to ask these questions to I don't have anyone above me and I need to be able to answer these questions for my agents and so I just I decided then and right then I was I'm gonna try to be one of the most educated brokers in the state of Texas and um, I mean even to this day it's something that I am consistently working on and um, you know I've kind of shifted into teaching and all that kind of stuff too with this but I think that is very important if I'm a consumer now and if you can get past the idea that all agents are commodities um, in the same way that you don't want to go to a doctor that maybe uh, has a bad reputation and went to a terrible school or a mechanic no. that doesn't have any certifications at all whatsoever and they're just kind of running a mechanic shop out of their backyard or something like that. You don't want to take your car there. I don't think you should be taking your business to an agent that um, doesn't know what they're doing and they don't have a whole lot of education behind it. Yeah. And so as a result, you know, we've got people like Danielle. She has an amazing uh, education, <coughs> amount of education already. And really all of our agents do. I think 75% of our agents have something that's the hardest thing to get in real estate. It's called the GRI. It's a graduate of the Realtor Institute. It's basically almost like having a master's in real estate. And oh. the moment you have something like that, you are in the top 10% <laughs> of all educated agents. Or, I'm oh. sorry, of all agents in the entire United States. Wow. Less than 10% of them have this designation. Well, the majority of our agents have it, and um, I really believe in that. So that's that's one of the ways we're different. You know, I think the other thing is just the personal touch that we apply to really every transaction. We're not such a huge brokerage that your sale is just another one, you know, another tiny little speck in the whole um, transaction count of the brokerage. Every single transaction we do has personal care, and, and I give it my personal care, and our agents really care about them as well. So, um yeah, I think that's why you should use us if you're considering buying or selling. Yeah, <laughs> company name. Give us your, your contact. So Willow Real Estate, um, like the tree. 
you know, Willow. And um, uh, just Willow, Texas is our website. We're actually also in Oklahoma. I just started this um, about a month ago. But anyways, right now, willowtexas.com. And um, if you wanted to ever call or text me and and have you, uh, I can connect you with one of our excellent agents like Daniela here. Uh, My number is 817-706-8183. All right. Are you on social media? I am. Yeah. So uh, just look up Willow Real Estate. There's a few different Willow, Willow Real Estates, but mine has the most amount of followers and stuff, and it's easiest to find. You're the best so. one. I think so. Well, there's others in other states <laughs> that I, I haven't worked out yet. But anyways, yeah. Just Willow Real Estate online. Like it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. Anything else you want to promote that you guys are doing currently or any special programs you guys might be running right now? Look, so one of the things I always like to guarantee is if you are a purchaser of a new home, if you are looking at new construction, so many buyers think, I don't need an agent for this. I just can walk in and deal with that. And look, there are some amazing, amazing builders out there that I know for a fact that representative will take care of you and they will not take advantage of you. However, something to keep in mind is those reps are... Um, it literally employees for the builder. Yeah. They're not agents. They are held to no code of ethics. There is nothing at all that's that's making sure that they treat you fairly. And my recommendation to any and every single buyer is if you're looking at new homes, get an agent involved. And don't just get any agent involved. Get an agent that's done this a lot. And um, we have tons of them. Daniela is one of them. And I, I cannot tell you how much I really, really push this. You need an agent when you walk into the builder's office, even if it's one of my favorite builders, which is David Weekly. I think they do an amazing job with their homes. Um, but you need somebody that's been there before that's only looking out for your best interests. And uh, the other thing is, is I guarantee you we can save money if you use my brokerage to purchase a new home. This is really one of the only publicly, you know, uh, the bigger guarantees I'll do is I promise you we can save you money if you use one of my agents uh, to buy your next new home. We talked with, we had uh, Sasha Chapman. I don't know if you know uh, him or had any dealings with him locally, but uh, he's with EXP. And, and we, we asked the same question about that with the new construction and just the importance of using an agent on the new constructions. Because most people are going to go on the weekend they go you know looking at homes and they're just daydreaming or or dreaming they're barely starting but they get locked in and you know get kind of pulled into mm-hmm. by the person that's sitting in the home and then you don't have like you said the guarantees the the questions the right questions to ask and things to be answered especially right now with the markets changing you got so many more incentives coming right. and different things like that so it's it's probably even more important to have an agent walk you through that process of buying a new home and get, making sure you get all the benefits of what those builders are, are offering right now as, as it's shifted. Absolutely. There is no buyer's rep out there that works for a builder that's going to tell you, hey, do this and we'll save you a little bit of money, or hey, do this <laughs> yeah. and we'll give you. And so that's, you need somebody on your side, and this is such a complex process. You don't know what you don't know. You yeah. know, So you got to like make sure that you have somebody that's done this before, and that's where somebody like Daniela or Willow Real Estate comes in to help you out. Awesome. Awesome. All right, Daniela. Um, so, well, I'm part of Willow Real Estate. Um, so I've been with the company now, what, going on, is this my third year? It is, yep, okay, three going years. Okay, third year. Um, and um, I came from another brokerage, but I needed to make a switch, and I just loved everything about it. I love what he was talking about, the education. That has been a game changer for me. Um, so much so that, like, it sparked this, like, huge passion for me to help other agents when they're starting out. Because I went through a plethora of mistakes and, oh, man, I wish I would have done this differently. And if I would have known, right, like you say, you don't know what you don't know until you get there and you realize, like, oh, okay, I could have saved myself a bunch of steps. Sure. So, <laughs> yeah. so that's what, like, that 
that has really like been something and I don't know when we're talking about purpose and I was like thinking about like what am I here for like there's I, I love real estate I love working with clients I love the relationships um, the flexibility so what what else can I do to I guess serve or give back or, or help others get to this point where I feel like okay like it's like going uphill and rapidly so um, for me it's just like been an amazing journey and so if I can help anyone start their journey and just kind of navigate through that, like, I'm all for it, so. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, I think that's an important piece. Like you said, the education, that, I think that's, that's probably as a consumer, you know, you're probably not really even thinking about that. You're just right. thinking that you're an agent and, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and maybe even you're my friend, you know, that doesn't necessarily, lacking some of those, lacking the education, the knowledge, you know, even if you have a friend that's a realtor or whatnot, like you really got to think this is a, your biggest purchase you're going to make mm -hmm. in your life, or at least one of. Um, and so, yeah, very important. I think that probably most people, as a consumer, just don't even think about that. Just oh, your license, okay, let's right. let's go. Let's. Well, people just <laughs> assume, you know, whenever people walk out of that, that, whenever an agent walks out of that classroom, the licensing class, they think we're all created equal. Yeah. And if you just do the bare minimum of what it takes to become licensed and then stay licensed versus, you know, I think it's like 18 hours is what mm -hmm. you need to renew annually, oh, or maybe 21 now. But just to give you an example, like that GRI thing I'm talking about is, what is it? I think it's 90 hours. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, and that's just in, in a single, kind of in a single class, you would do that. And so, I mean, you're doing, what, almost um, almost five times more than what it even takes to be, um, to be to renew your license. So, you know, I think the education thing, and you can always see it. If you look on somebody's like realtor.com pro profile, you'll see there all these little sticker things yeah. kind of below their name. Those are all the designations that they have. I think it's a really easy way to shop for an agent, you know. Yeah. But um, that. what Danny hasn't, what she didn't say about herself is she's also mentoring our agents. So one of the big things that, you know, uh, if, I would, if I could redo my real estate career, I would have found a different firm, maybe something a little bit smaller, medium-sized, that had a mentor program, and uh, I did not do it that way, and I really have regrets. I think I could have made money quicker, and I could have serviced my clients better without having to go through trial and error with their own, you know, transactions, really. Um, if I would have had mentorship, like really good mentorship, and um, it may have been available. I just, I never really asked, you know, but... Um, so that's something we're doing different. And Danny's one of our mentors, and she does an amazing job. She does this, like, you know, script practice and um, overcoming objections, and not so much to be salesy. We don't ever want to be salesy. But just, you know, sometimes, like, buyers want to buy, and all of us talk ourselves out of things, and this is one of the ways that we can kind of help and help them decide what their next steps are is kind of work on these scripts. And uh, she just does an awesome job. She's got um, – you just met with some people, was mm -hmm. that this week? Monday we had, yeah. like, our script class. Uh, practice session, okay. um, so it went really well. Yeah, she's so cool. So she, she's doing nice. a great job, and it's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a really neat thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, one thing I didn't mention about myself: I'm also a licensed lender, a loan originator, and I did oh, that okay. also for the education and to help, um, especially being bilingual. Um, there, you know, I kept on running into families who only spoke Spanish yeah. and needed help with navigating the lending uh, process. And they would always ask me questions, and I was limited because I had to stay in my lane. So, yeah. So now I have that as well, so I can help on that end, and also um, on the real estate or vice versa, whichever um, you know hat I need to put on. Yeah, to you help get knowledge of, of both <laughs> and, sides. Yeah, and it's a great tool to educate um, agents also and buyers, right? Because that way you kind of go through the whole process with them, and they feel better because they understand. Because there's so much. There's so much that goes on in the process, and it's just like so emotional and so many different 
uh, puzzle pieces that need to come together and if they don't have someone that can explain every portion of it then it, it becomes like you know it becomes like a stressful time rather than a happy time so when when I started uh, noticing that and saw that there was a need I said well what can I do differently what can I do to like give better service to help them understand so the first part is educate myself so I can educate my clients yeah See, knowledge is power, right? Yeah. So, absolutely. yeah, and we always we joke about this a lot. But my my dad was a real realtor. My brother's a broker. But uh, my, I always say this: of my dad was really good on creating vision for his clients, uh, giving him the full knowledge of what what's out there, what programs are out there, what lending programs are out there, what you can do with this house. Uh, you know, the first house I ever bought was a HUD. It was a two or three K or two or three B, I think. Two, you know, and this was a long time ago. He took me to this house, and we had my wife and I had a couple kids, and him and my daughter. And he's like, "I got this house. I want you to see it. Come and take a look." You know, I never owned a house. I'm like 22. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, I'm all excited. I'm thinking some brand new house. You know, you come in. I'm like, Dad, what's going on here with this? House is falling apart, literally falling apart, you know? And he's like, let me tell you about this house. Walk the house with me. And I really, I mean, he's my dad, but I have this attitude. I'm like, I want to walk this house with you. But I kid you not, as we walked it, you know, he mm -hmm. kicked into not broker, not mm -hmm. dad. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't, like you said, it wasn't salesy. It was education. Mm -hmm. Look at Mark, there's this loan. Here's what they do. The house is so much. The loan gives you so much money to... Fix all this house up. You can get new carpet, new paint, new roof, new stucco because we have stucco out there. We have stucco, all this other stuff, and we walk the whole home. And, and as we're walking, he's just creating vision in my mind of like, oh, yeah, like mm -hmm. I can't. I mean, what I see is not what you're telling me, but as we finish, oh, man, I could have new. I'm gonna. This house is going to look like I'm in the back. Oh, yeah, we can do this. We can do that. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, you know, a couple months later, I got this house and it's you know brand new house and I have a bunch of equity yeah. built into the house nice. so it was really cool mm -hmm. to create vision I think that that's what realtors today lack mm -hmm. especially the new ones that jump in because you're just in it for a quick buck you're in it if the market was hot mm -hmm. everyone's making money sticking a sign on the on the yard and sells in 10 seconds and you know 50,000 over the asking price well those days are gone yeah. they're gone and they may not be back for According to what my dad said, about 10 or 12 year cycle, you kind of see that come every now and then. I was back in, 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 in title in 03 to 08. I seen it happen there. It's been about, you know, 8, eight 9, 10. It's been about 10 or 12 years. We had that, this crazy market that we're at, and now we're out of it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I'm not going to sit and say we're having another 08, you know, thing, but it definitely shifted. And so, you know, we'll just see how long it takes to have another time like that. But I think the education mm -hmm. part is where you can really sell your client in the sense of educating your client. All these things that are out there to help you. And guess what? I can, and I'm the one that's telling you about it. Mm -hmm. That says something, right? You know, that's so, yeah, I commend you guys for, for you. doing Thank that. And, and yeah, you're right. Not everybody out there in real estate is, is doing what those pieces right now. So my dad's thing was, hey, at the end of my day, I can lay my head down with a clear conscience mm -hmm. that I helped my clients mm -hmm. The best that I possibly could, and I've heard that with several of the other agents we've had on the show. It's like, yeah, that's what you should be thinking, right? So you've been in it long enough, and, and you're you're getting there to you'll be there where he's at <laughs> soon. So, all right, anything else? Give us your information, Daniela. Number. Oh yeah, so media. my uh, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, all of those. Um, 
Uh, my phone number is 682-560-5177 for anyone that wants to get in touch with me, or you can find me on the Willow uh, website as website well. Website as well. All right. And do you guys utilize social media as a tool? I do. I, I've started to like utilize it more. Um, I don't really like videos that much, but I'm Come pushing on. myself out of the comfort <laughs> zone, and so I'll be doing a lot more. So. There you go. Well, I'll tell you what. You want to do videos, get with this guy right here. Yeah, I told her when we first met. Yeah. She did. She did post a video shortly after. Yeah. Yeah. And then that was it. And then I haven't seen one since. That was six months ago. So I was proud of her for like a day. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that was it. That was it. Okay. Slowly. Well, I'll tell you what. We just did, and, and you know, in all in all sincerity here, we're, we're working on a social media class in the sense of just kind of utilizing it. We put mm -hmm. one on the other day for Sukasa Realty. He, he pieced it all together, does a great job. We kind of team up on it. But, man, if we can be of that to you guys, because that tool, I mean, I'm old and, and he's young, but he's brought me into it. And the, what he's doing through simply even Facebook, I mean, he's, as reps, obviously our job is to get in front of you guys and hustle the business, right? But what he's doing through it and utilizing it, even to get his own clients and to get his own meetings, because it's hard to get a meeting with an agent. We're out there calling, hey, you know, and it, it's just hard. Mm -hmm. Sales is hard, as you guys know, getting your own clients. Yeah. But I think that social media aspect is a really strong tool that must be used, should be used. And so, man, if we can offer any of our services in that regard, title's title, you know, but it's, it's this. It's relationship. It's giving you something of value that is really going to be helpful to you. Video is definitely the way to go. We're jumping all over it. And even us old guys do it now. Like, <laughs> yeah. he makes fun of me all the time. Like, Dad, you just love the camera. I'm like, yeah, I'm part celebrity. You know, I am. I have to admit it. You know, one but. person is recognized. <laughs> we'll share one. that story with you later. I've told everybody I can tell. But it's, it's even part of our social media it's hilarious. class. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, with us, it's really pushing. We like to have fun, a lot of fun. But, you know, we also like to work. And I'm still in a, another line from my Go son. ahead. Yeah, you, you know, owe me $40 so. now. <laughs> You're racking it up during this show today. Yeah, but as title people, obviously we want to plug ourselves, tech secure title. We love to work with you guys, get an opportunity. But we're not looking just for that. Hey, we're looking to really earn that. Uh, you know, so as you guys continue to talk with Christian uh, and myself, we'd love to get in there and see how we could be helpful to you guys as well. So we definitely believe in that. You guys... We're late. Uh, yeah, we're late a minute. Okay. So Gabe, right. Gabe keeps looking at me. <laughs> like, wrap this up, boys. Yeah, yeah wrap this up. Thank you guys for coming thank on the show. Yeah, yeah we really enjoyed it. Man, I want to talk more about... No. Bigfoot. Oh, say Chewbacca. It's Bigfoot. Take us out, Gabe. They better realize so each other. <laughs> <laughs>